My favorite word that, that uh, Charles says is terrible, because I say terrible every time I hear Charles say, oh, that was terrible. That's a terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible, T-R-B-L, terrible. That was a terrible, terrible play. I was crazy. Episode 103. 103. Mike Volpe's in studio with me. I am. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, <laughs> are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm really stressed out. My yeah. blood pressure's through the roof. I know. Me and Mike are both very jittery uh, right now. Yeah. It's not a good day. No. No. So. <laughs> crap. We're just warning uh, people right now. I'm stressed. He's stressed. Everybody's stressed. Mm-hmm. All fun. We did do something fun this weekend, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because we needed to de-stress. Mm-hmm. We went to see Kamel Nanjiani, who is part of the Indoor Kids podcast, yes. as well as being on Franklin and Bash and several other things. What's I don't his know role on Franklin he's done. and Bash. He plays Pinder, which is, uh, well, the, the main guys are Breckenmeyer and Mark yeah. Paul Gossler. They're the, they are Franklin and Bash, the mm-hmm. lawyers. And, uh, Pinder is there. Uh, he's a, he's a lawyer as well, but he does like the behind the scenes stuff. Oh. Cause like, the lawyers that go in the courtroom are the ones that present the case and everything yeah. and all that. And Pinder's affliction is he's agoraphobic oh. in in addition to a bunch of other conditions yeah. that he has. Like he's a germaphobe. Oh, he's and, like Monk. Remember yeah, that show? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and Monk was like super OCD. Yeah. But uh, Pinder, I don't know if I'd call him OCD. He has just all these afflictions. Yeah. But the biggest one being that he's agoraphobic. So he doesn't like leaving the house. Mm hmm. So he kind of does like their research and preps cases and everything from where they live. Cool. But he's, so he's got a pretty major role. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, although I wish I would have seen him more in this mm-hmm. season. I felt like he had a bigger role last season and I enjoy his character a lot. So yeah. and it's I actually that was the first time that I ever saw Kamel. Oh. Um, and the first thing I'd seen him in anything. And then I was listening to Nerdist anyway at the time. And I wanted to check out some of the other Nerdist podcasts. So I started listening to Indoor Kids because mm-hmm. I love video games. And then I got sucked into that. And then it, when you listen to someone for long enough, you feel like you know them yeah. in a way. Like people that have listened to our show forever probably feel like they know us. Yeah. Even though we might not have met a lot of them. Yeah. Like I've never met the super fan and I do talk to him occasionally, yeah. but I, I've never met him, met him. And right. he probably feels like he knows us a lot better than we know him. Probably. Because we air everything here. So it's just interesting. So we went to the show. Mm-hmm. The uh, the host was pretty good. Yeah, he was um, decent. The, the first, it was like Matt D or Mike D. I think it was Matt, uh, Matt D. Matt D. Had yeah. a super nerdy persona. The yeah. guy that opened up for Kamel. He was really funny. Man, crazy like I just woke up hairdo. Yeah, Is and that, he just kept messing it up more progressively. Kept, yeah, throughout the show. getting worse and worse. And it was a very like stereotypically nerd persona yeah. like the glasses and the the posture and the voice right. and everything yeah you're right the posture oh yeah i wonder if that was just for the stage or if he's just just the way he is because he was kind of like hunched over a little bit almost right, kind of right. timid nervous he was like hugging the microphone stand in a way yeah like it was his blankie yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was linus and then camille came on camille was fantastic mm-hmm. and i have to give him even more credit because he was not at 100 percent for him physically he just he wasn't yeah. feeling well that night 
So uh, the fact that he put out the show that he did, and that's not to take away from his show. His show, his act was great. He was good. It was absolutely great. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just had to cough every now and then. That was pretty much. And if there was anything else, we couldn't tell. That. No, if he didn't cough, you wouldn't have known. Yeah, he was he he was just a good prof- he was a professional. I would have just he thought he great. had dry mouth from being on stage. Sure. Yeah. Um, he was very good. He was funny. Yeah. And after the show, I went up to him and uh I had told people uh here before that I wanted to have him on yeah. the podcast at some point. And I did email him a while back to have him on and he had said sure and we'd do it over Skype. Yeah. And uh it kind of fell away, but that's largely in parts of the fact that I knew he was insanely busy. Like Franklin Bash was filming again. Mm-hmm. He was heading out to uh Edinburgh, Scotland for a comedy festival. So he's just all over the place. I mean Yeah. <laughs> we're we're a podcast. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> right, right. The the guy's got work to do. And it's totally understandable. But I did um talk to him after the show. And uh, I gave him a couple of our gamer shirts that we saw online, thegeekgeneration.com slash store. Um, uh, <laughs> I gave him a couple of shirts and uh, for him and for his wife, Emily, who's also a co-host on the Indoor Kids. Was he responsive to that? Yeah, yeah. He seemed oh, uh, cool. he seemed cool about it. He was like, oh, that's cool. And I asked him, I was going to ask him, and I told you guys before we went, we went to the show, I knew that. He he complains occasionally on his show about not having stuff to do in the cities that he's in. And then <laughs> yeah. he's just like hanging around playing video games maybe until the show at night unless he has like friends to hang out with or something. And I was pretty sure and it was confirmed through Twitter that his wife wasn't going to be with him. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was going to have more free time available. So I was going to ask him if he would do the show on the Saturday because we saw him yeah. Friday night. He didn't have a show until eight o'clock on Saturday. So I was going to ask him if maybe we could get together on he the Saturday. He obviously had nothing to do and do either. the show. Well, I mean, he, he might have. Well, he do. asked. <laughs> he, he got on stage. He's like, so what is there to do in that's true. East Providence? And, and it was just crickets. Yeah, that's like true. everybody was like, there's nothing. He's like, really? Seriously? I almost yelled out podcast. I wanted to yell out, hang yourself, because really, oh, if you're here and there's just nothing to do. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I was going to ask him to do the show on the Saturday. And I would go to wherever he wanted to and bring my portable recorder. Yep. But the fact that he was sick and I could tell his voice was pretty hoarse just talking to him after the show. I was like, you know what? <laughs> like, our show is not that important that I want to interrupt like his health. Yeah. And let even him rest. put that on him. Yeah. But he remembered who I was or at least uh, that he remembered the geek generation. Yeah. From when I had emailed him before and knew that I wanted to do it over Skype. He's like, oh, yeah, we'll do that at some point. So. I'm hoping that comes through and we have him on the show because he was he was an awesome guy. Aside from that, we've had a lot of stuff that we've watched recently, Mm -hmm. whether we've gone to a screening together or I've gone to some with a couple other friends. But we saw Trouble with the Curve, which I believe is out now. Yes. And might be on its way out of the theater. I don't even know if it's still in. Yeah. But we really enjoyed that. It was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I went in with no concept. All I knew was it was a baseball movie. And I was yeah. like, oh, God. And baseball wasn't even that big of a no, part it of it, really. It was really about, minor. It was about the relationships between, like, uh, Clint Eastwood and his daughter. And yep. then, and that was the main, like, yeah. the heaviness of it. He does the story. such a great, uh, grumpy man. Because like, he probably is. He probably is. Yeah. He's so good at it. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me. Don't bother me. Just... <laughs> People's best roles are the ones that are closest to their own personalities, right. I would think. But you could tell that he was so frustrated with himself, too. Yeah. And the way that he's just deteriorating. You know, naturally how the body does, you could see that he was getting frustrated. It's sure, a really good sure. movie. People should see it. Absolutely. Uh, I also saw Pitch Perfect recently, mm-hmm. which has... Anna Kendrick okay, <laughs> and uh, Alexis Knapp, 
who I've conversed with several times over Twitter and would love to have on the show as well. Uh, but it, it was it was an interesting movie. I'm not I can't say it was bad and I can't say it was boring either because it was it was entertaining, especially for a movie about acapella groups. Mm. And I wasn't sure if it was just going to be a musical, but it's not. Because it wasn't like Glee the movie. No, or no, because a musical they break into song as like their conversation. Yeah, and like and nobody notices that there's music yeah. and everything. <laughs> right. So they play. That's part of the the device of the musical. But in Pitch Perfect, they do sing songs, but they're all performances mm. in the plot of the movie. And they're the rest not, of the movie is just normal conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are some things in the movie that are just really like strange and didn't fit in. And you're just like, what the what the hell moments? Yeah. You just go, what the hell? Like, but they're they're quirky, and it, I think the movie did have a bit of an awareness, a self awareness, mm-hmm. and it even poked itself fun at itself a couple times for being an acapella movie. Yeah. So for people that might be turned off to that even concept, it's something to keep them hooked in. I think. Yeah. So it was interesting, but I would recommend people see it. I'd give it roughly like a seven. Just gonna ask seven out of ten mm. or so. Yeah. What about uh, trouble, trouble with the, the curve? curve? What, what would you give that? I thought it was a good nine out of ten. I would have given it an eight. Yep. Yeah. It, it was more just that it wasn't my style, but yeah. But I, I, I there the movie itself is great mm. as a movie, and just critiquing it from that perspective it was really good but i have to account for my personal taste too mm-hmm. so i saw the perks of being a wallflower yeah the other night which i haven't read the book for although i heard from several people that did read the book that are very excited for the movie um and actually my friend tana who i went with said it was probably the best book to movie adaptation that mm-hmm. she's seen wow and she said it was like one of her top two favorite books mm. so that's I, I think that gives a lot of credibility to everybody it. out there. Just went, no, Harry Potter. Yeah, no. Well, she's a huge Harry Potter. Fan oh, too, OK. So that's probably her number one. <laughs> but uh, the movie itself is really good. I like Logan Lerman a lot because I've talked about Jack and Bobby way back on the show uh, when we were talking about shows that were canceled too soon. And he played the role of Bobby mm-hmm. in that show. And that's where I first saw him. And uh, I've seen him in several roles throughout the years. And he's always great. And uh, Emma Watson was also mm. fantastic. It's weird not seeing her as Hermione. Yeah. Because that's just what you're used to. But you get used to it real quick. And, okay. And she was So good. she can do something other than then that character? Unlike uh, a lot of people who get thrown into a role and mm. just stick in it. And unlike the Kristen Stewart's who are not fantastic actresses outside of what they were and kind we of And we use actress in. loosely. Right. Uh, Emma Watson actually is a good actress. Oh, good. So she'll actually be able to break off of that and do other things with no problem, I don't think. So uh, that's good. I also saw Dread last night. Okay. Which the most disappointing thing about that is the fact that it is bombing terribly. It was good, though. It was good. It's opening weekend. It made $6.8 million. That's not good. That's very low. Very low. What, and, was there much competition? Uh, I don't think. No, not really. But well, Looper comes out this weekend, so yeah. its second weekend's not going to be high either. There were there were six people in the theater. Oh, when I saw it last night, that's and that's its good. second weekend. So it's it's a terrible. Did bomb. the first one put such a bad taste in people's mouths? That Probably. They said, this cannot possibly be good. Very possible. Although I thought enough time had passed to where, like people who were not overly familiar with the character, I don't even think would even look to the Stallone movie mm-hmm. as an example of oh, is this going to be any good? 
So I, I, I think it was kind of enough pushed out of memory to give Dread the character another chance. Hmm. But it just didn't. Uh, it, I don't know what it was. The public just yeah. didn't bite. And uh, I, the super fan was telling me that I need to see it in 3D. He's like, if you watch any movie, he's a massive advocate of 3D. Yeah, yeah, but especially getting his 3D TV I know. recently, <laughs> he loves I just, that thing. I just don't like 3D. I don't want to pay extra for right. it. Right, I don't want to pay extra. I don't want to wear the glasses. I yeah. don't want to. I just don't want them continuing to use that as a gimmick. So I don't want to support yeah. 3D movies at all. So I saw it in 2D, and it was just fine. There's yeah. no need for me to go see it in 3D. There were so, no moments during the movie where you said, "Oh, that might look cool 3D." I try not to even think of that. Yeah. The only time, like, I, I get into a movie, and then unless something pulls me out, and the only thing that tends to pull me out these days is stupid people with their texting and whatnot, and I'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But that and when uh, movies that are intended to be 3D are also given 2D versions like Dread. Yeah. But the movies that throw stuff at the screen and you're like, oh, that was supposed to be oh, in 3D, yeah. that was for 3D. There were no moments in Dread that had me go... I would have had to see that in 3D to get that part. Yeah. So they they made it, which means, which ultimately means the movie didn't have to be 3D. Yeah. If you're not making things that are purposely for 3D, and if they do stuff like that, don't show it in 2D. Just make it yeah. 3D exclusive. Put it out how you want people to watch it. If they had it, done that, then the, the box office would have been even smaller. It would have been. Which is, although maybe people, I don't know if people are getting turned know. off to 3D, but. I don't know. We are. Yeah. <laughs> well, pretty much from the beginning. Yeah. But um, you reminded me when I was seeing Perks of Being a Wallflower the other night, and this was a screening, and you know how strict they are yeah. about this stuff. I could not believe this person got away with this in the theater. Not only did their phone ring, uh -huh. they answered it. No way. Yes. And security didn't do a damn thing. No. Because those guys look like they're ready to protect the president. Right. Like they're going to shoot you if you try something. Grant granted, there were two screenings going on. There was a looper screening going yeah. on as well. But the they picked it up, and this drove me crazy. They picked it up to say, I can't talk right now. If you're saying, I can't talk right now. You can talk. That's asking someone, are you awake? And then them saying, no. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> don't even answer the phone. Right. You can't answer uh, a phone and say, I can't talk right now, because clearly you can, because you picked up the phone to say, I can't talk I, right now. Stupid. And you're answering your phone in a theater, and your mm. phone's even ringing in a theater. It's just, oh, my God. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But th there are less distractions at the comedy show we went to. I know. There was no heckling. There was no, no. ringing of phones. People were totally respectful. They were. So, they were. appreciate and that. And they even played that little video about don't you know keep conversation. Yes. it wasn't even don't talk it was keep conversation to a minimum right right that i thought was funny the fact that people are eating and stuff although i wouldn't want food in front of me during the comedy show i feel like that's disrespectful mm. it's only an hour yeah what he doesn't he does an hour set the guy before him probably did maybe 10 minutes and the guy before him did maybe five yeah you can hold off for... Yeah, but I think that's where the place makes a lot of their money, off true, alcohol and food. But that's why they opened the door an hour before as well. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to eat while the guy's doing his thing, you know? Mm. Like, I want to pay attention and just... Because I, I try to think about... Like, I want to do comedy. I want to get into stand-up. Yeah. And I think about what would it be like if I was on that stage and I'm watching people eat while I'm trying to make them laugh, yeah, they're guess. occupying the thing that I'm trying to have them make noise from. <laughs> so I don't know. It's it's a weird, but I guess maybe I'll know better when I actually get up on the stage and find out for myself. Mm -hmm. But I just go off 
assumptions and yeah. <laughs> weird empathic perceptions. <laughs> Who knows? So we have a bunch of geek outs to go over. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna do some this week and we'll do save some for next week because we haven't okay. we haven't done the show in a couple weeks because of the, the we video recorded game show. A, yeah, we recorded some stuff in advance. Right. And we recorded that uh before it was actually put off. Well, we record everything before it's put out. Yeah. <laughs> but but we put that out and we had recorded that before episode one hundred. Mm-hmm. So we've had plenty of time yeah. to build up geek outs and freak outs. So we're gonna try and spread them out a little bit as much as possible. But I do have to say I've been getting tremendous feedback on the video game episode. Yeah. So I'm very happy about That's that. That's good. I'm glad I, people I enjoyed people, it. People started thinking about their own video game history. Yeah. Yeah. And people have already mentioned things that I forgot, mm-hmm. like people that have played stuff with me. And it's <laughs> I could do a whole nother episode on the stuff that I forgot <laughs> that much. Right. Seriously, because wow. it's just there's so much you play over time. And it, in the moment, we think of things here and there. But mm-hmm. then afterwards, you always go, oh, man, I should have oh, all that stuff. Right. So. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it again. I'm sure a lot of my forgotten things will come up while we're going over yours. Mm-hmm. So let's get into our geek outs then. Yay. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah, why not? All right. So, um, the, the announcement that I was trying to make or that I had mentioned weeks ago about, uh, the, the supplements, yep. um, was that I, I was in contact with uh, a TNA female wrestler for wrestling fans. I'll know she was Madison rain. We had been going back and forth because she's now doing fitness competitions. Yep. Uh, as well as continuing to wrestle. And I had seen her post something on Twitter about looking uh, for fans to help her, you know, raise money to to pay for nationals to go there. And it's expensive between hotel and and paying to be in, uh, in the show and yep, everything. Yep. So I said, you know what? It's worth a shot. Let me let me send something to her. So I did. We went back and forth for just over a week through emails. Uh, ended up working out so that now I'm a, the official sponsor for her to help her. I'm sending her free product, getting her, you know, protein and she's, uh, tweeting out pictures of it. And, you know, it's helpful. I'm picking up more followers. I've gotten sales from it. So, so Madison Rain is Madison officially Rain sponsored by, by SBV high quality supplements. Yeah. Thank you. Thank there you. we go. Yes. 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 Thank you. It's a big deal. It's a big it deal. is a big deal because she's, you know, more nationally known. I mean, it's a name. So yep. now we can combine things and, and hopefully both be able to grow together. Sure. So that's all I'm trying to do is get the name of the protein out there. That's great, man. So that's exciting. Uh, let's see. I went, <laughs> I went to the Big E on Saturday, which for the people that don't know, it's, it's a giant fair. It's the biggest one in New England. It's a yep. lot of fun. There's tons of food. There's, uh, all kinds of games to play. There's shows. There's, you know, it's got everything. And, <laughs> I uh, I went into the bathroom, and you know how like, bathrooms will have bathroom attendants? Oh, yeah, that's okay. awkward. It is a little awkward because you walk in, and you see them there, and you go, I have to tip the bathroom guy. Like I feel like a jerk not. Right. And usually they're older guys who obviously just wanted some extra money. And sure. They do it. Not at this place. I walk in, and it's two black guys okay. who are being loud and like comical. They have two attendants? There were two of them. Okay. And these guys were hysterical. Like, I walked in. He's like, what's happening, my man? Number one and number two. And I was like, uh, number one. He's like, all right, then you're going to use a urinal. And he's like, guys, we got an open urinal. Uh, somebody's slipping here. Somebody's not paying attention. If you got to pee, we got open urinal. He's like, I got a stall in the back open. Number one and number two. doesn't matter. Just get in there. Do what you got to do and he's get He's like out. an auctioneer like, oh of the bathroom. God. It was hysterical. I couldn't believe it. So, of course, like on the way out, I'm like, all right, I'll tip them. Yeah. I'm like, that's the way it needs to be done. The both of them Th- were They're just, doing a performance. And they, the place was really clean. For the amount of traffic that went through there, there that's was funny. there's only a couple bathrooms in the entire fairgrounds, and they did a really good job. That's but hilarious. I just thought that was 
fantastic. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the food at this thing. I mean, you, oh, my God. I ate so much food on Saturday. It was fried dough. Oh, my God. Fried dough. They had they they had like vegetables, but they fried them all. So that was oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh jeez. Um, all kinds of stuff: cream puffs, eclairs, like burgers. Uh, I ate everything. Clean Do they cakes, have like the chowder. arbitrary like uh, fried Oreos or fried Absolutely. ice cream? Yeah. Do they have fried Oreos? And it's not like just one little spot. There's like four or five throughout the fairgrounds of just these massive just <laughs> fried shacks. Fried shacks. <laughs> they have everything. I mean, they have healthier options, but like smoothie places and yeah. everything. But I was like, nah. They need an epic mealtime shack. I think so. <laughs> I, it was nuts. Uh, Fry everything and wrap it in bacon. Jumbo corn dogs, which are basically like, I swear it was the length of like three hot dogs on a stick. Jesus. That they then turned into, you know, the corn dog with a batter. And like, it takes a half an hour to eat this thing. Oh my it God. was so good, though. Clearly a cheat day. Clearly, yeah. That's pretty much all I ate all day was that stuff. Wow. I don't, I don't even normally. You must have felt like garbage after. Yeah, yeah. It didn't feel too good when yeah. I got home. Uh, fortunately, no explosions. Oh, um, nice. That's that's good. Yeah. Uh, I downloaded uh, the second episode for the Walking Dead game. Oh, okay. And it was unbelievable. Yeah. Like this game is uh, people, whether you like zombies or horror or not, it's it's a really good game. It's point and click because I know you like that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I love that. If you guys haven't played it yet, the first episode, you're like, wow, they did a really good job. And the second episode was just like, I can't believe it's going in this direction and this is happening. It's one of the few games that I think if I wasn't playing, I could sit down and watch somebody else play and be thoroughly entertained. Because it's like you're watching the TV show or you're watching a good movie. And in that case, you're actually subjected to someone else's decisions. Right. Because which is interesting. T- throughout the entire game, you're making decisions. And mm-hmm. what's cool is when you're done, it ranks your decisions. So you get to see... My decisions definitely aren't the most popular ones. Oh, ranked in comparison it's to ranked, other people. You're connected online to it the yeah. whole time. So when it's done, it says you and you know 80% of people decided to do this. Okay. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. So you're not the popular. No. Well, what I've done <laughs> is I play through it twice. I have oh, two different okay. saves where I'm kind of like, I play through it as like the the right morally right guy yeah and then i play through it as the as you look, <laughs> I, I do i play through it as me thinking i gotta do what i have to do to survive sure. to try to get the people with me to survive okay. whether it's the popular just really like rick in the walking dead like the end of this this last season of the tv show yep like, at the end of it they don't like him they don't they're not happy with him but he's doing what he has to do to make sure that they survive interesting and it's amazing that a video game is able to do that you know and it's obviously very serious it is. Yeah, it's not real goofy or anything. It's, yeah. it's like the show. It's really good. So That's the cool. third the third part of out of 5 is out and I got to download that and nice. play it. So it's really good. Uh we after all the video game talk. Yep. Um, you had come over and we were hanging out and playing oh, on Super right. Nintendo. Yes. And, uh we were playing N64 and I have spent more time in the last few weeks playing wrestling games on N64 yep. than I have playing 360 that's hilarious Um, the graphics aren't that great but the gameplay is just so much better i'm having so much fun in fact that i'm like oh i kind of want to wrestle again (laughs) like i was looking at my created character and looking at the gear then my entrance i'm like oh my god like this was so much fun well it's funny too because that's that's what got me into wrestling in the first place so even playing the games now it's the same thing. It like jogs up like, oh, I'd love mm-hmm. to do something like that. Do something. Like, oh, wait, I don't wrestle anymore. Right. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I want to do that move and do that move. Like, it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's just it's at this point, I don't want to wrestle. I just want to do the moves. Right. We shouldn't get in the ring. <laughs> we just oh, go practice. Bottom. Right. <laughs> Let's just get a ring and practice. Wow. The um the time we were playing, too, was hysterical because we, we set up a recorder, but we didn't record most of what we ended up yeah. doing because I'm still figuring out my 
uh, my new super duper <laughs> Zoom H4n. This thing looks like uh, the device in the Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, but uh, when I, when we did get it recording, the quality is pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. The whole time we were just breaking into Charles Barkley jokes. Yes, because everything was well, just because we were that playing is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing NBA Jam. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how the whole Charles Barkley thing came up. Somehow we were just like, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know. But that recorder is phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he we had it he had it placed down right in front of the speakers of my TV yep. pointed towards me and Heather and the it picked up almost none of the game all you heard was it was like my voice background and, voice. and then, yeah. it was unbelievable yeah, that was cool. technology exists very cool but yeah that's not terrible <laughs> that's not terrible <laughs> i um i too have been kind of on a nostalgic gaming kick and not only did i get the 25th anniversary street fighter collection mm-hmm. which is friggin awesome but uh, I, but when I, when I got it, I was like, oh, I have Street Fighter Cross Tekken now and I have all the downloadable content. Yeah. But I'm still in the middle of my Mega Man X game <laughs> that I need to finish because I was playing through on Super Nintendo again because yeah. I got that back from my brother and I have all those games. Yeah. And oh, it's, it's so great. It's, it's, it's like a warm blanket of nostalgia. It is. It really <laughs> is. It's so comforting to play those games. It really is. It just is. brings back a lot of childhood memories. Yeah. It's, it's I love nice. it. Um, let's see. The other thing. Oh, I, uh, I was bored sitting at home one afternoon, so I was trying to flip through stuff on Netflix to see what I could watch. Yep. And I came across um, a zombie movie uh, set 10 years after the Civil War. Okay. Um, and it's really good. It is very, again, Walking Dead-esque. Yeah. Like you watch it and you're you're immediately drawn into the main character. What's it and, called? Uh, Exit Humanity. Okay. Really good movie. I know the super fan watched it and he was writing up a review for the show. Oh, nice. I don't know. Hopefully you'll get it soon. But uh, I think he agrees. Like the the movie's phenomenal. If you like zombie movies, um, if you like The Walking Dead, you're gonna love the movie. It's a little long. It's I think it comes in like just under two hours, mm-hmm. but it's a really really good movie. Um, no major actors or actresses, and it wasn't. It didn't come out in theaters, and it should have because I think it would have done well. Interesting. Uh, but it's yeah, just a really good movie. Worth definitely worth checking. I'll give it like eight out of ten. Wow, which and is hard to do for horror instant, movies. Yeah, yeah, it's on the instant. Uh, whatever that is. Now download. you're still doing Netflix. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you had moved on to something else. No, I still do it. I have no desire to go back to full TV service. It's too expensive. Yeah, I know what you mean. Even if I was making tons of money, it's just a waste of money. I know. There are so many different ways to get your content now that cable's going to have to drop prices eventually to compete. They are. As soon as it becomes more prominent and like you're getting the online stuff, you're getting like Apple TVs or Roku boxes or stuff like that. When people start figuring out yeah. there are other ways to get it, the cable companies are in big trouble. They are. Especially given their customer service. Yeah, it's never very good. Yeah. Those guys suck. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Yeah. That's that's those are my uh, those are my geek outs. All right. Um I'm gonna do a couple of mine. I'm gonna save some for later on. I watched uh the mid season finale of Doctor Who. Okay. Last night, uh, it was called "The Angels Take Manhattan," and this is not a spoiler alert because uh, this is this is general knowledge for anyone who's a Whovian at this point that this was going to be the last episode for the Ponds for Amy Pond and Rory Williams, his companions of the last three seasons. Oh, so they've had a major role. They're beloved by the fans. They've been with Matt Smith, this version of the Doctor, mm-hmm. from the beginning. We've never had him with another companion. Mm-hmm. So uh, we knew. This was it for the pawns. We didn't know how mm. or anything like that. We just knew that this was it and this was the last time we were going to be seeing them. Uh, I will say it was a beautiful and like heartbreaking 
end for them. Mm-hmm. I don't even say end, a send off. Yeah. It was it was it was a heartbreaking send off, but it was it was so well done. And I was blubbering like a baby. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. Toy it, Story 3 blubbering? Uh, yeah, I don't know about Toy Story 3 blubbering, but mm. it was it hit me hard. Oh. It's it's tough, man. Like they it, it, 3 years of build yeah, up. Yeah, you get attached to characters yeah. you know, to have them killed off sometimes. But that's great that a show can do that to be able to pull emotion out of you. Yeah. Uh, they they just ended their run so nicely that you can't be angry with it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it's not, and it was no way. There are times when, like, you fear that a creator will kind of throw up the big middle finger <laughs> and say, like, this is the reaction yeah. I want from you, and this is how I'm going to get it no matter what. But uh, Stephen Moffat did a very nice job of writing them off. And I'm being very careful about my word choice here. Yeah. Uh, writing them off and yet still fan service, yet still giving the fans something nice. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, a lot of people are saying it was the best end of a companion's story, which is a big that's deal. Good. Yeah. I mean, in, in the length of time that the show is run, that's a big deal. But now the bummer is I have to wait until Christmas for the next uh, episode. Really? Yeah. I mean, so we've waited like over a year at this point to get the start of this season. Yeah. We got five episodes. Oh, that sucks. And now we wait till Christmas. So that kind of sucks. I don't, what is with these mid-series? I don't know. Uh, but the UK always does shortened seasons anyway. Yeah. So it's, you don't expect like a super long season. But that's a huge break in between now. But the Christmas episode will debut the new companion. Oh, that's cool. So and it's going to go by fast. Yeah. We complain, oh, it's months. I know. It'll be here before you know it. <laughs> but you got to have those things looking. you look yeah, forward I mean, to yeah. or else time just moves too fast. <laughs> Yeah. The, the fact that I'm looking forward to it is going to slow down time a little right. bit for me because I want to see it now. So it's a weird dichotomy. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, I hate it, but I like it at the same it's time. It's a love-hate relationship. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the 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 entire season of Doctor Who this season has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, as much as I don't want to wait, clearly they're putting out the quality. So I can't Good. complain. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. We had said it was coming out in IMAX. Mm-hmm. And it did. I didn't see it in IMAX, unfortunately, but based on the popularity of that release, that re-release, yeah. they said, you know what? We're going to extend the run to regular theaters. So uh, it's still going to go out of IMAX, but we're going to put it into uh, a wider amount of regular theaters, and you can check it out there. So mm-hmm. I did. It looks awesome. Uh, the, it's the restoration. It's everything. Well, they did the Indiana Jones Blu-ray collection. Yeah. So they had to clean all that up. Yeah. And kind of uh, improve the picture quality. That's interesting and stuff. how they do that. They do that. Yeah, I don't even know yeah. how they do it. I assume it's all done on the computer. Obviously, there's got to be programs that go through and clean it up for yeah. you. Oh, sure. It's got to be have a to tedious do, process, yeah. though. But it has to be a franchise that people are willing to pay for, or else yeah. it's not worth the money and the time involved. And clearly, Indiana Jones is classic, so yeah. this was an obvious way to do it. But it, it looked tremendous. It's I love seeing older movies with a crowd that's clearly a fan of it mm-hmm. because they cheer at the parts that you want them to cheer at. Right. Like when you come out of movies like that and people are applauding, that's awesome. It is. I love that. It is. And you it was, there go, wow, this movie's so old too. It and completely people are still holds like up though. Hopping for it. Like yeah. Back to the future or Ghostbusters or. Yep. Completely yeah. holds up. It's so good. I love the Indiana Jones. So how movies. long did they extend the run for? In the theater? I think another week or maybe two. And this is a whole interesting topic too. 
of the old movies the, coming back. Just the idea of putting a movie back in the theater, like Avengers, mm-hmm. was back in theaters. Well, and, yeah, and they that put the was. Dark, well, the Dark Knight is still in theaters, but I don't know. Like the older stuff, I can see if people are going, then they're gonna keep it in the yeah. theater. But the the older stuff, like I do like seeing, like Back to the Future was awesome to see again. It was yeah. cool to see Indiana Jones, and this is full price for it. Yeah, yeah, and it's fine. I'm I'm very yeah. willing to pay the full price for a movie that I was not. It wasn't even possible mm-hmm. for me to really see on the big screen. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so you never got that experience. Yeah, of seeing so it, it wasn't even screen. an option. And the fact that I can see it mm-hmm. on the big screen, like I was like, I have to go. I have to go. I have yeah. to say that in my lifetime, I saw Indiana Jones on the big screen, mm-hmm. and I did. So, and it was totally worth it. I loved every second of it. Are so you are you up for an impromptu top three? Oh, oh, oh wait. Top, okay. Do I have to play it? You do. We we haven't done this in a while. Holy crap! Three, two, one. All right, Rob. Uh oh, you're this, in the hot it's, seat. It's here. never turned on me. This is no, great. No. Let's do it. So let's just go right along with it. Okay. Then the top three uh, films. I guess not necessarily franchise, but top three films yep. that you'd like to see brought back into theaters for a limited time. Okay. Uh, does does it matter if I never had the opportunity or I did see it even? Either way. Does it matter? No, it okay. doesn't matter. There are some that I'm going to skip over because I have had the opportunity to see them. Like Back to the Future, I saw. Yep. I saw Ghostbusters. I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. So there are quite a few movies that I've had the opportunity to see. Yeah. But there are several that I'd still love to see. I'm going to say, first, I'd love to see Last Crusade, mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, because I still, I love, love, love the Indiana Jones trilogy. I'm, I'm saying trilogy. It is, yeah. <laughs> We're leaving out the fourth one. Yeah, which was not as horrible as I think people make it out to be. But no. at the same time, I, I, I look at the original trilogy, I say I love those movies. But I, I never had the opportunity to see Last Crusade on the big screen either. Mm-hmm. So especially the remastered one. Yeah. I'd love to see that on the big screen. So that's one. Uh, Back to the Future Part 2. Okay. I have seen one on the big screen, uh-huh. but I would love to see Back to the Future Part 2 yep. on the big screen. And the last one is a tough one. I've seen the 89 Batman. Mm-hmm. I was too young at the time. Because I was I was eight years old, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to see like a PG-13 R-rated no, movie not. when I'm eight years old. So, but I have seen the '89 Batman since uh, years ago. I saw it in uh, Lincoln. Does the second run oh, stuff? Yeah. So I saw it for like two bucks. Oh. I was pumped to see that. See, that's what I want to see. Yeah. But I'm thinking I need uh, my my instinct is always to look at not only the classics but the movies that have special effects that are worthy of the big screen. Mm -hmm. But the one aspect that I need to consider is not only that, but I want to see a movie uh, that I love. That's a comedy because you get the crowd in there that has the right mentality and they're laughing at all the right beats. And it's, yeah, it's awesome. It's like, you know, the punchline's coming. Yes. And you, you just anticipate the fact that everybody's going to laugh. Right. Even though they are going to quote it at the same time. And that happened when I saw Airplane on the big screen. Okay. And also in Lincoln. That was really cool. And Ghostbusters, the same thing. All yep. the laughing at the right parts and stuff. But then I have to, like, what is, oh, God. Like, my favorite comedies are maybe more obscure. But if I were to choose, oh God, I'm torn between two movies. 
even though I saw South Park, Mm -hmm. the South Park movie on the big screen, I would love to see it again and have that crowd experience one more time. But I'd also love to see the Beavis and Butthead movie again on the big screen because it's been long enough, I think. Mm -hmm. And the, the newer season of Beavis and Butthead kind of reinvigorated that to another generation maybe i think so so maybe there's more people that would want to see that and they'd be seeing that for the first time with mm-hmm. the people that love it yeah so i think that might that's be my third po- uh third choice that's a good one i am worth like what happened to be with some butthead though like i've heard no news no, about, heard anything about after the ninth season where they came back there's nothing that says it was canceled but there's also nothing that says they're working on new stuff hmm. so i'm hoping maybe at new york comic-con We'll hear some news from yeah, MTV. Because last year they had stuff. About right. It. And that was the big push last year. Yep. So I'm hoping maybe we'll hear something new this year. So yeah, uh, uh, Last Crusade, yep. Back to the Future 2, and Beavis and Butthead, I'll go with. Awesome. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> nice. Okay. I do have more geek outs, but it's a good time to take a break. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hey, this is Chris Hardwick, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. In case for some reason you forgot the thing you were listening to. Why would you do that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell. We are back. Yeah. And we've we've never cut geek outs in half before or no. <laughs> taken a break during them. We usually break between geek outs and freak outs. Okay, so I, I just talked about Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. The, the next thing I'm geeking out about is the announcement of the Dark Knight Rises Blu-ray. Okay. They're doing several different releases for this, one of which is a limited edition, uh, calling it quote unquote broken cowl version. Oh. So they, I love special packaging for Blu-rays. Like I have the, I have the Star Trek one up there. That's the that's Enterprise. Very cool, yeah. And the disc is in the saucer section, which is so cool. The Dark Knight has the, the, the bat pod. Yep. And then it's in the back there. There was no, I have limited edition or a special edition of the Batman Begins one, but there was nothing like really different packaging wise mm. for that one. But the broken cowl one, if you remember from the, the promo posters of like Batman's cowl being broken yeah. and then Bane does it in the movie and everything. And then they're going to have like a little stand similar to the bat pod stand, mm-hmm. except there's going to be the broken Batman that's, cowl on top. Oh, of that's cool. Yeah. That's the one you want to get. That's go the with. one I want. Yeah. Absolutely. So I have to get like special versions of my beloved yeah. movies. <laughs> it's necessary. So I'm, I'm geeking out over that. That's really cool. The only thing I'm bummed about is that the digital copy is friggin' ultraviolet, which I hate. Oh. I hate that Why? version. I don't know what the difference between just the regular one and the ultraviolet. Ultraviolet is, uh, it's a different service. Mm-hmm. So I can't get like when you get a normal digital copy. Yeah. I can redeem on iTunes or like get a Windows media version of it. Okay. Ultraviolet's completely separate. So I can't put it on my iPod the way that I would. I have to use a whole different app to download the movies, but then I can't like uncheck them to not sync them. So they're just going to permanently take up space. It's, it's horrible. Is the quality supposed to be better? No, it's just a different, it's just a different proprietary for different companies. So they just want to keep it off of 
iTunes, basically. Yeah. So it's it's obnoxious. Oh. And you have to sign up for like two different apps. You have to sign up not only for the Ultraviolet account, you have to sign up for a Flickster account because oh. that's where you actually download it through. What it's, a pain in the ass. It's, it really is. That would stop me from even wanting to do it. Yeah. Be like, I don't, you know, I don't need it. I'll just watch it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I don't need the digital copy. Thanks. Yeah, it's obnoxious. So I've, I've actually stopped like redeeming Ultraviolet ones. Mm. And maybe they feel like they can keep the price at a certain level and keep giving us and say, well, we gave you digital copy. It's your choice yeah, to redeem it or not. I guess so. So that's obnoxious. The last geek out I'm going to go over right now is Starhawk because I'd been in the multiplayer beta that I talked about a while is ago. Is that the game I played with you? Yes. Oh, that was a cool game. And it's a cool game. And the multiplayer is awesome. But I've heard the single players, eh. Yeah. So to pay 60 bucks for a full game that I only want to play the multiplayer for mm-hmm. is not the best option for me. But I think they realize that because oh. what they're doing now is uh, Starhawk will be available as a full game for like 40 bucks on mm-hmm. PSN to download. But they're also doing um, for PlayStation Plus members, they'll be able to play the single uh, player campaign for free. Oh, that's nice. But for everybody else, if you just want the multiplayer experience, 20 bucks. Oh, cool. So I think this is probably, as far as I know, the first game to do this. That They're I've splitting seen. it up and like, look, if you don't want this, that's fine. Right. You can just pay for the multiplayer. I don't want the full, the single player campaign. Mm. I just want the multiplayer. And I don't know when I'm going to have the time to even play it. No, I don't <laughs> but, know. Well, you're too busy playing <laughs> Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But I could just get the multiplayer for 20 bucks and play that. Yeah. The part that I love about it. So that's awesome. That is awesome. I think that's really cool. Hopefully that becomes a trend. It would be nice. I'd enjoy it. <laughs> that would be nice if it started. So let's get into freakouts then. Oh, freakout! All right. Uh, the uh, the new operating system oh, came God. out. Oh, this thing just... You know, I, I don't generally complain about technology all that much because generally things get better. Yep. But I, I don't know... If the things got better with this, I, I, I have a freak out with this too. I downloaded it, which took all afternoon to do anyway. Yep. And then, you know, now when it downloaded, a lot of apps updated too, mm-hmm. and they're just running slow. It's draining the life out of my battery. I See, mean, I haven't run into that, but I don't have, like, you have what version of the iPhone? The four. Okay. I have a 3G iPhone, the 3GS. 3GS, and I have my iPod fourth generation. Yeah. I haven't really run into the battery drain unless I leave my Wi-Fi on all the time. Mm. If I turn my Wi-Fi off. It does help save. It helps a like, lot. I make sure that the apps are always closed out. Yeah. There's nothing running in the background. I've gone through and changed, shut off as many notifications as I can. I've done everything I can. I, I don't know if the app exists, but I'd like an app that shuts off all other apps. No kidding, right? <laughs> well, like this morning I woke up. Uh, 100% battery, yep. unplugged it, pulled it out, hit the Facebook app button, mm-hmm. just checked my notifications. I was already down 2% battery. Oh, my God. And I'm like, all I did was open up Facebook. That's which crazy. Which is a problem, too, because that app's been freezing on me a lot. I yep. don't know if yours has. I get some freezes here and there. Like, it just won't update. It sits there with the stupid little circle going and just... And I'm connected to Wi-Fi. I'll yeah. unconnect and let it do 3G. The Facebook nothing. app has never been great. Oh, it's... Yeah. But it's not. Just, I find that a lot of the apps are doing it. So then I shut the phone off. I turn it back on, and it's and it's better. Yeah, I'm definitely learning my lesson with this one not to upgrade right away because yeah, I ran into and you hit the same problem I did oh, too with the Wi-Fi issues yes. when I upgraded my iPod, the fourth gen one. I upgraded it, and then I went to go turn it on, and it said put in your Apple ID and everything. So yes. I, I started typing that information in, 
And then when I hit send, it wouldn't connect because for whatever reason, I lost the ability to connect to Wi-Fi. And I wasn't the only one. I did too. Because you ran yeah. into it. I ran into people online. Like I was looking up a solution and I couldn't find anyone that could get through it. And yeah. all of a sudden now, because I can't put in my ID, it wouldn't let me, let me progress through that. Yep. My iPod is unusable until oh. I couldn't get through it. There was nothing else I could oh, do. Man. It was the thing that came up when you start up. Yeah. And there was nothing I could do. That sucks. Yeah. Like there's some benefits to the update. It's got some cool features, but I'm feeling like they are. Uh, They're very few. There are very few, but I feel like the, the problems are outweighing the the good things, which the is a only problem. Thing, the only thing I like is that I don't have to type in my password every time I want that to upgrade nice. an app. Yeah. That's a nice addition. Everything else is terrible. I hate that they got rid of the YouTube app. It's terrible. It's terrible. terrible. <laughs> I hate that they got rid of the YouTube app. Um. And I had to, I mean, you can re-download it, it, but I shouldn't have to. No. I had it already. They're like, oh, you have it? Well, we're going to take it away from you. If you want it, you can go get it. That is terrible. It was terrible. (laughs) And the podcast app. Oh, my God. I was going to bitch about this. Yeah. The podcast app. They took the ability to listen to podcasts out of the music app, Mm -hmm. and they moved it over to the podcast app, which we don't like anyway, and we've complained about on here before. It's getting better, but it's still not there yet. I just find that it's a, I don't know, I don't think clunky is the right word. It's just, it was a good idea, but yeah. poorly executed. It's slow. Finding shows is difficult. Yep. The ranking system's got to be completely out of whack. Uh, it just. And it's destroying my formatting because uh, the, the the episode descriptions that I put in where we put the bulleted list of like the geek outs and yep. freak outs and everything is not showing up. Because uh, it's not showing the same field. Like the, the lyrics field is where I would put them. Maybe I have to put them somewhere else in like the description, but I had other stuff in the description. Mm. So that was, so I had two different things going on. And now all those show notes that I'm putting in with each episode are not showing up. They're only on the site, thegeekgeneration.com. Uh, and it's not showing my custom episode artwork. Oh. So when like I put up, uh, a different one for the Dark Knight episode when Ali Baker was in mm-hmm. the the album art would show a picture of her so people knew what she looked like. Yep. things like that. Those are not showing up anymore. It's only showing your default album artwork. Uh, so there are a lot of problems still. Yeah, with the podcast app, and I hate I hate when any company takes options away from you. Like, sure, you want to create a podcast app? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. We we appreciate being highlighted, maybe. If that's a way of kind of getting more, more of a spotlight on podcasts, but don't take away what people already know. There was no reason to remove it from the music app, except for people to go get the podcast app. Yeah. And the only thing I can think of the reason they're doing that is like, are they going to put advertisements in the podcast app? Because that's how Stitcher does their mm. thing. So now are they looking at Stitcher and going, oh, we have another place we can make money? Probably. So let's take the people who are giving us free content and start putting ads on their stuff. And uh, it's just, it's obnoxious. It is. It's very obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, with the, I got, oh, people drive me nuts. Like, <laughs> we use, I'm using PayPal yep. with like the supplement stuff. So when you check out, you use PayPal. Yeah. I don't know if people just, uh, they're just stupid. Like I get constantly I'm getting messed going, I don't have an account. How do I pay for it? Right. And I have to email them back being like, well, there's two op- – if you don't have an account, you don't have to set one up. There's right. Like it says – A button to, that's yeah. like a link that says you basically checking out as a guest. And yeah. then I get that and I get people who message me and say, well, I don't like PayPal. Can I pay another way? 
uh, would you like message Amazon and be like, I don't want to check out through your system? Do you right. offer like no? So I messaged back. I'm saying this is the only option. And, and what's not to up, like about PayPal? I don't know. They're like, we don't trust. They it. got have, a bad rep back in the day. Yeah, but they're a whole different company now. And that's why I, met, I go. So far, we haven't had any problems. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to set up an account, that's fine. Just check out as a guest. They're like, can't we just mail you a check? No. I'm like, would you mail anybody else a check? Right. Would you like? Go to buy something on ToysRUs.com and just be like, well, I don't, I don't really want to pay online. Can I just mail a check to your local store? The reason store? we like, use PayPal doing? is because it's secure. Yeah. It has security in it. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously you want to pay with a debit or credit card. Yep. And I had the other day a couple people try to pay with e-checks. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. I All know I know either. is that it took four business days for it to clear. So I didn't ship the protein out to them. Right. I messaged them back and said, I'm not really sure what you did when you checked out, but you know, it hasn't cleared. I have to wait until it clears before I ship your protein. Yep. They've been like, oh, okay. Like next time, just try to, if you use a debit or credit card, it clears immediately. Yeah. And I can ship it out to you immediately. We're trying to serve the customer as best we can. Oh my God. What are people doing? <laughs> like, how do you, how do you mess this up? It's like, God damn it. Just use your credit card. If you don't have one. Okay. I understand you don't have one. Right. Use right. your parents' credit card. Sure. Use your friends. Somebody's got a Somebody credit card. Somebody has a credit card. For God's sake, people. <laughs> oh, I mean... Uh, we're heading into territory that younger listeners might want to not listen to. I, <laughs> I saw, where was it? Somebody tweeted out that China was going to be in a spoof of the Avengers, an adult video spoof. What? Yes, as She-Hulk. Oh, yeah, I and heard about that. Had immediately, I said to myself, don't do it, but you have to do it. So I Googled <laughs> it on my iPhone. That way I wouldn't get any stupid viruses okay, you know, on my yeah, computer. Yeah. Uh, that was disturbing. It was a train wreck of what I saw, uh. but I couldn't stop watching. Uh. And when it was over, I said, I think I'm gay because <laughs> uh, uh, she's from years of steroid use. Yeah. Her body is not feminine and yeah. neither is her face. I can't imagine I couldn't it would stop be. watching. I was like, Did I just watch two dudes. Yeah, but sometimes it's just a train wreck it was, and you can't stop looking it at it. It was scary. It was scary. I don't know what she's doing. I feel I feel bad for her. Yeah, because I don't know. They didn't. Well, she went her. through. She went through a really horrible time after leaving WWE WWF. Yeah, I mean, she talked about it on Howard and stuff, and she was kind of messed up when she was on Stern every now and then. She yeah. was like singing songs, and it was just weird, man. Yeah. The other thing I don't understand what what are the um like copyright laws in this country. Like you and I could go and put a video online using somebody's music. You mean music. like the fact that they're using Avengers? Right. Like even though it's like, oh, a triple X parody, yeah. like they've done it with everything. How are they not getting sued by Marvel? There are. Because if you we made a video and we spoofed on something right. and we put like a video clip or we used a, a song, guarantee we're getting a letter or you're getting an email. It depends. These guys, it depends how they're doing it. Like they probably can't use logos. Okay. Because those are copywritten things. Yeah. They're not calling it the Avengers. They are saying parody in there. And there is flexibility with a parody name. Mm. Like you can say something's a parody and get away with a lot, actually. Oh, okay. But as long as they're not using like, I assume nothing had logos in it. Because that's where probably not. That's where major issues. You'd have happen. to get a, like approval, yes. like with with Madison Rain. I called TNA Wrestling. Yeah. Like, can you guys? I, this is what I'm doing. This is what we're doing together. Sure. Can I use your logo? And can you send me some pictures? And they were like, Yeah, absolutely, no problem. We'll email you pictures that you can use. Mm-hmm. And we went from there. But yeah, like, this stuff is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't they, know how they get away with it. They would have had to have maybe not even approval, but they do have to like avoid and be careful of the way they do things. Yeah. And they might have changed names too. 
I don't know. It says Raiden. She's She Hulk. Oh, like like you're using character names. Like that's weird. Then I, you're right. I don't know. You then. don't just have like call it the Spider Man parody and right. then not call him Spider Man. They're calling him Spider Man. That's I true. assume. So how? I, it's like I don't get it. I don't know. Honestly. Maybe like Marvel's just like we don't even want to touch that. Maybe not, we don't want to bring. Maybe they don't want to bring any like attention to it maybe they're flattered but, by it yeah well maybe they're, i don't know if they if they saw what i saw you oh. would be flattered you'd be like to your stomach <laughs> yeah i honestly don't know it's a weird oh, gray God. area it's a very weird well it's a weird area in general it, it, but it is yeah it is a gray area um, so i just didn't feel right after i was like oh i need to like be cleansed of the evil <laughs> this is not good uh the other thing i had my car serviced and uh they do like a complimentary cleaning on the outside and the inside yep I don't know what they use to clean it on the inside, but I'm allergic to it. Oh. Every time I get in my car, within five minutes, I yeah. can't breathe. Like, even breathing through my mouth is, like, labored. I have to get the windows open. I have to have the AC blasting so that filtered Jeez. air is coming in. I'm like, oh, my God. And this is not the time of the year to really no. have to have your no. windows like, open I got out of my car to come in here, and I felt fine. Yep. By the time I walked through your door, I cleared right up. That's but when so I go crazy. to get back in my car to drive home, by the time I get down to, like, the main street, yeah, it will happen. Again. How long has that been going on? Since they cleaned it, a couple weeks. Oh, geez, so and it's like, still not airing out. No. Plus, with the weather, it's I don't want I can't. Right. It's been raining so sporadically. I don't yeah, want to leave yeah. the windows open at home. Oh, because then I'll forget. It'll rain, and I'll come out, and my seats will be soaked. That sucks. You're like allergic suck. to everything. Yeah, I don't uh, know what that's uh, about recently. <laughs> Heather keeps telling me to get an allergy check. I'm like, uh, well, just do it. I know. Then you'll know. They're going to be like, congratulations, you're allergic to cats, dog, dust, pollen, mold, the sun, grass, sand. Your protein. Protein. Yeah. Do you use anything powdered? Well, I have my own protein. You don't want to use that anymore. What? You need to live in a bubble. Bubble boy. Oddly enough, you're allergic to podcasts, too. Oh, I don't even know how, but. Oh, man. That's, That's my freak outs. That sucks, man. Uh, that is terrible. I'm going to do maybe one or two, but oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to go way over an hour today. One thing I was freaking out over is Hulu. Mm. And I, as much as I love Hulu and I am I totally support their like putting commercials in stuff, that's totally fine. I was watching a video the other day and a, a video ad popped up over on top of what I was watching. Without a pause? Yeah. Did you get audio from both? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a glitch. I got video and audio going like at the same time. Uh, like it was a drop down window and I, I shrunk it back up. Yeah. But I was like, what the hell happened? You that's <laughs> Yeah, that's uncalled for. Yeah, that's crazy. Maybe it was just a glitch. Maybe. I haven't run into it since, honestly, so maybe it was, but mm. whoever came up with the little um you can exit this ad in like five. Four. Yes. It's a genius. That's great. I, I wait for that. Like, I see the ad pop up and like, mm, oh, it's not coming. Damn and it. I now actually I feel watch 30 seconds of crap. I feel interactive with Hulu's ads because they ask you if it's relevant to you. Yeah. So you I can maybe that. see ads that are uh, maybe more geared towards you. And actually, what was funny is I was watching. I couldn't believe I was watching Larry King live. But <laughs> Why? Chris Hardwick was on. Oh, okay. And I was watching Larry King live. And then a commercial came up for Bing that Jonah Ray was in. Oh, that's funny. So I was I was watching. Oh my God, these guys are taking over. I know, everything. right? That's what I was thinking. I was like, no, this is taking over. Jeez, it was it was funny. Another thing that's really irking me is on Facebook. Speaking of the Facebook app, but mm. not this is not the app. This is just Facebook in general. Uh, Facebook had bought Instagram a while ago, and you would think that they would want to have it kind of front and center. 
But with the the timeline redesign, and they're still like refining things here and there. Facebook always is. They're changing little things here and there. When I used to post an Instagram photo to my timeline, you would see the photo like any other photo I put up on Facebook Mm -hmm. would be large and on my timeline. It's not doing that anymore. No. It's now tucking it away in like a recent Instagram photos area. So if someone's looking through their newsfeed, they can still see it normally. Mm -hmm. But if they were to go to my profile, they wouldn't see it prominently. They, if they scrolled down past all the other crap that's like segmented and categorized there, yeah, they would see my recent Instagram photos, yeah, which is it obnoxious. creates an automatic folder that says yeah. Instagram too. And it used to do that, but it would also feature the photo prominently because I shared it. But now it's just tucking it away as if Facebook is kind of hiding away Instagram. That's now. weird. I didn't know they bought them. Oh, yeah. That's... A while ago they bought them. Oh, that's, well, that's, that's odd been... then. Yeah, because you would think you'd want to now integrate that as much as possible instead of like starting to tuck it in a corner, which I don't care for. But and I really love Instagram. It's all I have the Insta cubes coming and everything. So I'm very excited about that. And uh, it's just I don't know. It's not it's like an extra step now. Like if I want to go in and share that on my timeline, I now have to go click it, share it on the timeline. And now when you click one of those. If someone comments or something like and you go to your notifications and you click on it, yeah, it actually brings up the photo like any other photo would like yeah. in that separate like pop up window almost. But now if I click on one in the recent Instagram's photo, it goes to a separate window. So it's like there's an online version of Instagram now oh. where it's displaying you the photo and the comments and everything. Mm-hmm. And now someone can't comment on it that way like they would on Facebook. Oh, OK. So it's it's just a separation well, of the to, services that's I'm not sure working rework well. it. I friggin' hope so. If they get enough complaints. It's obnoxious. I don't care for it at all. Mm. Mm. They went public and now things are falling apart. Yeah. Pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Anyway, before we get out of here this week, let's go over some quick new releases okay. so people know what's coming out. We did the video game stuff so we didn't cover some of the releases. Like Avengers is out now and we totally missed oh, that. Yeah. So, <laughs> And for people, in case we don't cover releases sometimes, make sure you check the Facebook page at uh, thegeekgeneration.com slash Facebook. Or on Twitter at thegeekgeneration.com slash Twitter. It's pretty much slash anything from our site to yeah. where you want to go to. I try to make it as easy as possible. I always share the new releases out on those two sites. So even though we weren't going over them here, they still pop up there. And those are affiliate links. So if you want to buy one of those things, please click on one of them and buy it that way. And we'll get the little uh, Amazon kickback that we do from that. Really appreciate it. Uh, October 2nd on Blu-ray. Cinderella, the Diamond Edition. So Cinderella has been remastered and is coming back out from Disney. And now you can get the Diamond Edition, which includes uh, Disney's classic packages of the Blu-ray, the DVD, and the digital copy. Mm-hmm. Not ultraviolet. So regular oh, digital copy, which is great. Because Disney is not going to take yeah. like Sony's. They're good at this stuff. They are. They they like They're putting the best. things out. They're like, look, this is really limited time. Get it. Oh, yeah. It's never and it, all, it says limited edition. And yeah. then it goes back in the vault. And then people feel they have to get it. It's a smart. And it is. Clearly, it's working. It is. But I just want them to open up the vault and let us walk in and take whatever right. we want. <laughs> uh, Nikita, the complete second series, mm-hmm. is out. Um, and I say that because I have – I don't watch it, but I have my Nikita signed poster and my Lindsay Fonseca uh, signed photo and everything. Looks good. And, yeah, right? <laughs> Maggie Q is an attractive woman. Princess Bride. The 25th anniversary edition. Ooh. The 25th anniversary of Princess Bride. Wow. I know. That's coming out. Masters of the Universe. The 25th <gasps> really? anniversary edition. Ooh. That's coming out on Blu-ray. And pretty much every James Bond movie. <laughs> yeah. Because they released Bond 50 
that mm-hmm. that's another one we missed when we were off that uh pack of all the James Bond Blu-rays in one. They're also making them available individually, too. So if oh, you just want good. select Bond movies here and there, you can pick those up as well. Mm-hmm. Video games on October 2nd. Resident Evil 6 Ooh. is hitting as well as Command and Conquer Ultimate Collection, which I didn't know was coming out oh. until just putting this list together. <laughs> but I'm excited because it's a compilation of all 17 entries and expansion packs that have been released in the game's 17-year history. Wow. So that's many hours of game. Awesome. Yeah. Look at all these things. I'm never going to have time for nope. never going to have time for them on October 9th. New releases on Blu-ray Prometheus, which mm-hmm. I didn't see, but Me neither even wanted to as much as I love Damon Lindelof. I still didn't see it. And the more I heard about it, the more I didn't want to see it. Me too. <laughs> E.T. The extraterrestrial <laughs> is finally out on Blu-ray, which made me just think of the game. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh, the New Mexico desert. (laughs) But there's also a special edition of that one that comes with the spaceship. No, really? Yeah. And when you hit it, it plays the music and opens up and lights up and it shows you the discs and the door drops down and ETs on it. Oh, my God. It's crazy. This is the most high-tech DVD case ever. Yeah. They're making a big deal out of it. And it should be. It's ET. Yeah. So why not? Uh, The Great Mouse Detective, which was an older Disney movie. They're like Sherlock Holmes thing that had the mice. Uh, vague, vague, vague memories, yeah. yeah. Uh, CM Punk, best in the world, already is coming out. Mm. The Raven, which was the John Cusack, Edgar Allan Poe movie, mm-hmm. which I also didn't see. Max Fleischer's Superman Collector's Edition, which, if you're not familiar with it, are the Superman cartoons from the 40s. Oh, I have them on DVD. Oh, that's cool. But now they're out on Blu-ray, so they they got some extra polish to them too. Mm. Uh, on video games for October 9th, Dishonored. Which looks really, really good. I don't know. Not familiar. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to describe. It's kind of like an open world first person shooter mm-hmm. in a way. Uh, you can choose the way that you want to play. Like you go through, you can play stealth, you can play just brute force, mm-hmm. and there's all different outcomes and ways. They, they, when the programmers made it, they didn't want to set one defined way to do each mission. You're an assassin, oh, okay. but to kill your target. You can go about it however you want. Kind of like Hitman tried to do. Yeah, there's often mm. like various different ways to even get in a building, cool. to infiltrate, to take out people, and there's different consequences for your actions. And oh, okay. So it's a very free form, like assassin. Assassination- oh, yeah. Yeah, assassination game. So hopefully the game itself is good because that should add some really great yeah. replayability. I don't even like first person stuff that much anymore, but it looks awesome. Cool. It looks really cool. And also Dragon Ball Z for Connect. Oh, <laughs> so you could actually just go <laughs> uh, make one motion. Kame, over and over. Uh, yeah, you actually make the motion of the Kamehameha to throw, which is interesting. Oh. Too bad I don't have an Xbox or a Connect. Hey, <laughs> I do, but I don't use it. Yeah, you don't have a Connect, though. I do. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Really? I just have the game that came with it, which oh. is fun. But uh, I might get Dragon Ball Z then. Again, just I, when I play, play video games, I want to just sit on my ass Chill. and play yeah. video games. Yeah. There is that weird thing, like everyone went through the Wii. It's a great party experience. Thing. Yes, it's a great party thing. That that's where it comes in. But to play by yourself or with one other person. Just relaxing and hanging yeah. out. Yeah. No, I get that. All right. So let's wrap it up there for this mm. week. We have a ton of stuff left over that we still need to talk about, but we just don't have time this week. So we will get to it next week on episode 104. So until then, head over to thegeekgeneration.com to see all the things that we post. If you go to iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We appreciate those so much. Head over to sbvfitness.com to purchase some of Mike Volpe's Revitalized Protein. Use the code GEEKGEN10 to save 15% on your order. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you'd like us to discuss, 
You can send those to podcast at geekgeneration.com or at Geek Generation on Twitter, or you can leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We will see you guys next week. Later. Make it so.